0: So uh, Chuck Berry. Does- oh, Chuck Berry <laughs> like
1: to uh, get his fucking cherry uh fucked up with shit.
0: I think he, there, he, there there was a video where he actually uh, oh. took crap on on one of his fans. Oh really? Some <laughs> sort of prostitute.
2: Oh
1: yeah, and she he said and like uh apparently he was just like what you never been shit on before like it was like, <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, those special say- you sayings like, "Hey, you, you need to be pee on because you you smell like poop." No, like okay, that's great. I just love mm-hmm. the worst things that you get worse. On.
2: So it's possible that Run Rudolph Run was about diarrhea.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Run Rudolph Run, just a straight <laughs> up cacao movie. One of one of my songs that I made about it was like. Uh, all
0: the rock rock and roll uh, people are cacophiles that was one of my I like
2: that you keep saying cacophiles <laughs>
0: whatever it's whatever it's called
2: I, I kind of like that
0: <laughs> cacophiles or so uh, I don't I don't know all the the, just the weird fetish
1: names for... What
2: about what about pudophile? <laughs> A-
1: yeah. Poodophile. <laughs> Um, uh,
0: I think that you when you when you say something like C three PO, you say poodoo, So,
1: <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> I did. I spent my thing at a gaming convention, but you know what? I'm that um, fucking just whatever unconventional. There we go. Welcome to Quality Time. I'm your host Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by uh, my hostess with the mostess, Miss Ashley Pontius. And, uh, hi. <laughs> hey, yep. hey, how's it going? Uh and also my blood and my brother Mr. Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy. Oh, I guess
0: I should, my since I can barely talk again. Um I should just say something like Hey, it's me. I'm I'm John Landis today.
1: Hell yeah. yeah, John Landis, who does make a cameo in today's film. I was very excited to see John Landis. I think this is right after he murdered those two Vietnamese children in the Twilight Zone movie.
0: Um. I, yeah. I I got to meet him at a Fangoria, um, convention. With the same. The same. Oh, I've I've only seen two Fangoria conventions. But it was a good one because not only had the uh, uh, John Landis, but also had the director of uh, Tales from the Dark Side who did the uh, uh, soundtrack from uh, creep show, But also, they also had um, uh, Michael Rooker at the same show. That was pretty fun. Wow. Oh, that's pretty
2: cool, Jeremy. You know, I, that's really cool that you met John Landis. And I don't want to, like, take away from that. But I got to say, not to brag, uh, I've done a lot of shows for our troops, and I got to tell you, I've met plenty of men that have killed Vietnamese children. Hell yeah,
1: <laughs> they did it the right way,
2: <laughs>
1: uh, and then are tormented by their screams every night. It's good. Yeah,
0: the, the best part about war is, you know, lighting up uh, huts with a flamethrower. So. <laughs>
1: Well that's good. I'm glad we could all be back here for a uh, another thing. I just got uh personally back from Magfest, which uh maybe I whew, Friday night. Boy oh boy. Let's just say I had a special herbal tea that kept me up into the wee hours where I messaged Jeremy that I loved him at like three AM. Aww. Um because he's like, Hey, can you send me this? I was like, I'm on wait I can't right now, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> i had a good time though walking around uh magfest which is my first magfest ever um it was insane like the amount of people and uh all these nerds that still really love wearing masks even if you had this i thought was the weirdest thing you had to wear a mask if you had like a cosplay mask on they would check <laughs> to see if you had a mask under your mask which i was just like oh that's really cool this is a cool thing um but, yeah they were uh, allowed to, uh, to have an actual scorpion mask, yes, as long as you had a mask underneath that mask. Because if you don't have a mask underneath the mask, well, we're all as good as dead. Everyone has COVID that went there. There's no way they didn't. Um, Is that new thing called COVID that people need masks now that that saves everybody? We were touching touching tons of video games and then pretending that we weren't just touching our mouths two seconds later. It was great. I thought, listen, I thought the safety was perfect for this thing. Uh, But I did. uh, I did. I got to watch Cutthroat Cosplay, which is like Cutthroat Kitchen. Where they teams compete and fight over a pile of junk, and then they have to make a cosplay up in forty five minutes, and okay. uh, it was fucking. Th- listen, this crowd of fucking nerds was so <laughs> goddamn lit up. Like they had uh, they started a chant for one team. The blue team had to build Yoshi. One had to build one of those Venus, uh, whatever. It, they're all Mario characters, but like the the red thing that tries to bite you, and the other person had Donkey Kong, and Okay, so the Yoshi ended up winning, and the Yoshi team was fucking fire. They kept saying Yoshi thick, Yoshi thick, as in <laughs> Yoshi had a fucking thick donk. And then Tommy, who's emceeing it, he's like, are you saying thick or dick? He's like, I'm not sure if it's one or the other. He was, And then they looked at each other like, Yoshi's dick, Yoshi's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah." So it was just constant cheering and battling. I will say... <laughs> They're doing their best but maybe the donkey kong a slightly problematic a slightly problematic build at the end because it looks I, I i could show you a picture of what the final one looked like it looked like something you you wouldn't wear out places <laughs> let's put it like that um okay. unless I, the I... mayor of black people brian preston says it's okay <laughs>
2: And, <laughs> and did he was there? He did. He he You're,
0: okay he did. To, to uh, oh gosh, I'm 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 so I'm so tired. Take today. your time. Okay. Take your time, brother.
1: Let's walk okay, this one out.
0: Let's formulate these words that I'm trying to make formulated words that your your new your new um your magfest. That I'm sorry if if Josie Mars Marceliano. Goes to one of these frickin' magfests. Number one, I think her her two best nerdiest uh, uh, costumes has to be the uh, one of the the little
1: flower things from uh, Mario Brothers. Uh, You're talking about like the ball and chain things that she did yeah what yeah, is that
0: yeah. which is one of the nerdiest things she's also
1: yeah she would have been a big hit hot. at this place uh there were yeah. other people that uh there are other very finely dressed cosplay uh women there that uh you know there are f- for every hot cosplay woman that is there there is a ratio of forty dudes in sweatpants <laughs> that are just going uh, this, you know, this is really uh, cool another, another five f- five hundred pounder
0: uh mandalorian for the Yes,
2: <laughs> I I still always say that my favorite thing she cosplays as is a comedian. <laughs> that is her best
0: cosplay
1: for sure. I hate,
0: I hate to say if I if I wasn't um, uh, uh, Pogo the clown slash uh, <laughs> John Wayne Gacy uh, as a as a nerd fest thing, I need I need to be either woo her the bartender from Star Wars or. I can be
1: the Rancor Wrangler. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be a good Rancor (laughs) Wrangler with your fucking big old slap tits. I'd like that, (laughs) Jerry. Because he's crying Um, when the Rancor mm -hmm. dies.
2: Speaking of slop tits, Eric, did I see a photo of y'all dressed together? It was adorable. We
1: did. So we all got matching onesie pajamas that were bones and uh, and light up shoes. And that's what we walked around in uh, on drugs. I mean, not on drugs. Not drugs were not in my system. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Uh, You're not the uh, original uh, karate kids with...
1: Um, oh, uh, we beat up anybody that looked like they were practicing karate. We were... <laughs> <laughs> so I did uh I did that and uh the man Magfest I didn't realize how huge it is at the Gaylord. I mean it's like they're their event center every room had something going on and like the main footprint where there's just video games out and free play arcade games there it was probably the size of like three walmarts like you just walked around and it was endless shit like i've been to a bunch of the horror cons before and they're awesome and they're big in their own right but this felt like it was double the size of that um in terms of just scope and everything and yeah Everybody is a huge fucking nerd. Uh, There's... Oh, man. I might have watched the worst white rappers I've ever seen, and all they do is rap about video games, and they're from South Africa, and they were... Um, We kept telling Brian, I was like, this is hip hop. This is hip hop, Brian. (laughs) Um, And he was not buying that as hard as I was, but, you know, uh, it really is a really great, fun time. I had a blast. Uh, I then had to wake up, though, Saturday, immediately go take my daughter to go lightsaber classing. So I left a nerd (laughs) event to take my daughter where i brought my own custom lightsaber because i didn't need to be provided one for lightsaber training class where Mm. uh at her karate dojo i learned how to swing my lightsaber with her and uh we had a very lovely time um and uh yeah then i went back to that melee last night (laughs) um I return back, and I'll I'll, I'll be finished up because my night two story, not really that great at all. Here's what happened. Um, I showed up. It's I'm working on very little sleep. So like, I'd say I went to bed at like 3 a.m., woke up at 9, drove to home, did home stuff, fixed a wall, drove right back there, maybe got like a 45-minute nap in there before I left. Um, I get there with the fellas, and I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. I'm fucking kicking back drinks. I go down to cutthroat to the uh, VR failed to render show, and i start getting the spins i'm like oh boy this is bad i got the i did a little too much i haven't had enough food so i tried to go take a lap and i'm like i realized i'm like i'm walking around like a charles dickens level drunk right now around here i was like so i panicked i was like i gotta get back to the room and go take lay down for a minute because i'm not oh. I'm, I'm doing bad it's 10 o'clock at night um do you, do you I, feel like you're gonna yak yeah like i feel like what... i was gonna yak and i'm like yeah. and, and also i i'm so drunk I I don't have control of my own body and I realized that I'm like you're barely able to walk right now so God. I got back upstairs and then uh, uh, laid down I chugged a bunch of water and then uh, I okie doked the rest of the gang they went to go change they were like yeah we saw you passed out we just left you and I was like you probably Aww. did the right thing so I slept from about 10 o'clock at night to 10 in the morning I just time traveled the boys sounded like they had a bunch of fun last night I Aww. passed the fuck out because I was tired. So Well,
2: I'm sorry that happened, but then there's also the part of me that's like, you know what, Eric did it to himself. Don't feel so bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> feel bad. Honestly, I was well-rested. And when you, so we're all in this room, there's like five of us packed in this room together. <laughs> um the second i heard somebody get up i'm like good morning boys because i was awake <laughs> like six oh. o'clock in the bed i was just listening to people snore i was like oh yeah uh hey boys so i started the rally cry i'm like maybe we should get ready to go and it worked i got him up early and then we fucking hopped in the car and i uh, was able to get home in a uh, reasonable time and uh and now i'm back to join you folks man here on quality time on a I'm sunday turning up jeremy woodworth what do you got?
0: Can I, can I add the uh, the greatest cosplay of all time for uh, um, uh, uh, video games?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can. Jeremy is now showing a picture of Zork, I see.
0: Original Zork from, uh, from uh, Zork. Okay. But uh, has absolutely new, the worst video game ever because so. it'll... Words in it
1: yeah jeremy is showing a picture of the cover art for zork which is a mustache man in armor holding a sword but showing a lot of thigh
0: i just love it any <laughs> this, this game is almost like 50 years old now mm-hmm. and, and nobody would recognize like oh must play the guy from zork but <laughs> 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 that had nothing to do with the fucking game and and literally like oh wow when we when we still had uh you know 30, 32 uh, meg, uh, megabytes. I mean, uh, kilobytes. Kilos. For <laughs> the floppy disk game from 1982.
1: <laughs> Jeremy loves those Zork references, man. You know, the thing is, Jeremy, if you had cosplayed as Zork, it would have got recognized at this Magfest, let me tell you. There was competitions where... Uh, they played twenty songs, and it was people acapella singing the entrance screens to consoles, and everybody goes, "Oh shit!" Like it was fucking. It was hot. <laughs> you heard like when somebody did the Xbox, the original PlayStation, uh, the original PlayStation. Oh, the crowd goes, "Oh shit!" Like the, the. I'm telling you, the energy was palpable uh, from these fucking nerds. Um, I love. Listen, to be clear, I'm one of the these people i get it i got a legit i didn't get scream excited oh there's one other story but i'll probably save it for laugh finder because it's more of it's more of thomas's story that i was around on the ride of but guest services come monday or wednesday whatever laugh finder comes out um is gonna be fucking primo story um but i uh (laughs) uh i i one of the, when I was stumbling around rather inebriated on Friday night, I went to the bathroom because I was sweating and I go, Ooh, you know what? Whew, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking in the mirror, watching everybody else. I'm like, Hoo-hoo. Hey, everybody having fun on drugs? And the, everybody looked at me like, no, we're just here having fun. And
2: I was like, <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> and I walked yeah, those, out. <laughs> those people can still make their own dopamine and serotonin, Eric. <laughs> I was like, everybody have okay, see you later.
1: I'm gonna leave now. And then I had to escort myself out. Uh it was very lovely. Um Ashley, though, you've had some you've had a pretty big week yourself. Would you like to share with our listeners some of the the new news in the uh the Ashley Pontius world? Is there new news? <laughs> I don't think it was on the last episode,
2: right? Oh, that I that I have a job. Yeah woo. Yes. Yay. so So um, we are actually recording early today, so I can go deal with church ladies, which I'm super jazzed about. If you know me personally, you know that's like my number one favorite thing is church people. Um, so, <laughs> no, but yep, uh, I have a job, so I'm not really going to say what it is, just because I'm going to say I work for a nonprofit, and I just like to keep that separate. Keeping it
1: separate but equal.
2: What? Keeping it separate but equal nope not equal i'd much (laughs) rather be here um but (laughs) but no i am i am happy to have a job um cool thing though is like i've been on this role of of trying to figure out um how do we watch ashley become a more chill version of herself and not constantly uh threatening violence to others or herself um because a lot of you know i do dog sitting Well, I was supposed to have a really big dog sitting job this week. And lo and behold, the day before I'm supposed to start, the dog dies. Um, So then uh, that that (laughs) sucks. Then with my new job, I find out I don't get paid until the last day of every month. So I get paid once a month. Um, so you know what? Life is a highway, and I'm a turtle trying not to get hit. Um, Life is a highway. Uh, I like
1: to get paid every four weeks down. Is, do it it. is
0: it too too soon to make jokes about the de- dying dog?
2: No, I mean, I mean, it wasn't not, her dog. Not my dog. Not my dog.
0: I mean, yeah. do you still sit for the dog or do you have to yeah did you say
1: I'll I'll still watch him
2: (laughs) (laughs) no, I won't lie to you guys it is hard because to some extent when you've had a client for a long time it kind of like becomes sort of like your pet like you know Mm. the pet and I've had several of my oldest clients start to pass away this year Mm. so you both feel tremendous sadness but then you're also like fuck get that dog on life support for another week I need paid Yeah. so it's Really difficult to balance my need for money, um, and my need for.
1: I have you thought about this? Okay, just let me throw this out here. As a business model, okay. Um, (laughs) What if you start rescuing animals and then leaving them at other people's homes, so that you then have to go back to uh, dog sit them?
2: Oh, like become a puppy
1: become a puppy trafficker is what I'm uh, is what I'm getting at.
2: Oh my! So like the puppy mill stream. Okay. Yes, there you go.
1: <laughs> you dress them up real kinky, like so they look sexy when you bring them.
2: You're like, Who wants to fuck this dog? It's twenty dollars, and the dog's like, "I'm so tired." Arr, arr, arr. And I'm like, "He wants a fucking lap sit. Go, go, get up there, get a lap sit." Lap sit. I, don't,
0: I don't think I remember this story because I was still living with mom uh, before I finally our our love love fest uh, home here. Um, the, 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 worst of the, the, uh, really nice neighborhood where mom lived on, uh, uh,
1: Ellicott city. Yeah. Ellicott city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: the lady was probably 80 years old and apparently she, she kept walking her dog up and down the street, but the dog was so old and she was so old. She was like, well, I'm walking the dog, but. Just walking the dog in her arms, and it was probably like a chihuahua with any any leash or anything. And then I think the last uh, uh, the last time we heard heard her, she was probably two two days in in that house when they
1: opened up the house. Oh, oh so they found her dead in there. Do you think her chihuahua ate her?
0: I don't know. The thing, the chihuahua might have still still came came alive and uh, a relative hopefully took care of it. Yeah, well, just
2: kept playing. I, I I think I'm just jealous of older dogs, boys, to be honest. Like it's I think that's why I'm just so resentful because I want to be treated like an old dog. Like I want to be carried around. I want to be pushed around in a stroller. I want someone to spend thousands of dollars to keep me alive. Okay. So,
0: yeah. I think it was good that at least she walked her dog, <laughs> even though it was good for her of walking. Because she wouldn't <laughs> walk the dog the, the jaw. I'm like walk the damn dog i like
1: you know? that jeremy's jeremy's just envious of people that can walk <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was just about to say jeremy are you our sick old chihuahua? <laughs> I, I have in the
0: last months i've gotten to the laziest part of my life and i'm like oh my gosh i could i can almost get winded from like 50
2: that's not true jeremy i hear you've been cleaning a bunch and like taking care of your home and your rat problem
0: do i do a home uh, a lot of homework but no i don't walk too long too long i did walk with the uh wife to uh where did we walk today to um
1: oh yeah we went to big lots yeah walked up to big lots hell yeah (laughs) Jeremy. have you ever have you ever thought about um you know maybe let's not walk anymore And we start just building you like a Mojo esque little hover round where you can then tell the X Men to fight each other every day.
0: If I can get, if I can get like the little box that um, Captain Pike from uh, from Star Trek, where he just has little buttons that light thing up and where he walk, where he can still talk, he's just like beep. Captain Pike says says either affirmative or no,
1: you know? So. Yeah, if, it, no, I- if we put you in a hover around, though, you look like Professor Extra Chromosome. <laughs> also, <laughs> C- Captain Pike looks like he has a lot
0: of psoriasis <laughs> yeah. when he talks as well.
2: I think we need to be honest with ourselves i think jeremy if we don't get you on board and we don't take good care of you you're just going to turn into that one vampire from blade and we find you in the dark and every time we turn the light on you just start to burn and you're like no bring me more food should i I ask between our our, our
0: less nerdy panel that either miguel or tommy knows more about uh captain pike from uh, original star trek
1: um i don't think tommy's gonna know a ton i would i'd probably i, I bet you hmm, i don't know i bet you would be dorian would be the uh would be the one to, mm-hmm. to to know things about star trek although they're not really super big trekkie heads you know that's uh it's more of a uh it's it's gay, dude. Just leave it. Alone. My my, my, um, my
0: Trekkie lore six. actually took took me new levels of the old Star Trek. Was actually the old version of uh 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 Alex Alexer, not Alexer, whoever, whoever 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 uh, started uh, uh s- space travel. But it's it's what's what's his name Cromwell from uh, the first contact uh, version in with uh Borg so got it cool that That actor's name
1: is is is, uh uh, cromwell so okay Okay. cool alexander cromwell all (laughs) right got it um this is good this has been a welcome to star trek talk we're talking about (laughs) commander pike or whatever else pops into jeremy's head today um we're excited um but i think due to where we are in the episode it's time to talk about this week's movie and it's one that I'm super excited about and I'm glad that I wasn't the one who had to pick this one because nothing to me is scarier than Enya music that's the number one thing is uh, is that uh, no we're watching we watched Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, uh, 1992, and, uh, I vividly remember this movie growing up. It was, like, one that would regularly show up on HBO when we had HBO, uh, and this was always, a uh, always one that I never turned off if it came on. Um, it has incest, it has Stephen King, it has cats, it has everything you could possibly want in a 90-minute movie. Ashley, why Sleepwalkers this week? <laughs>
2: (laughs) So I also grew up with this. I didn't have HBO. I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this would have been like either maybe AMC, but most likely the sci-fi channel back when they had like good shit on. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Sleepwalkers, and obviously we're going to get into it. But just like Eric said, it's a Stephen King piece. So no matter what garbage he makes, I always buy it and watch it. Um, So it's Stephen King. Like Eric said, it's got cats. It's got Fucking incest, which I'm not promoting, it's just he's right, it's all through the film. Who doesn't love a good mother-son fuck fest? Hey, um I'm not
1: listening, they predicted where porn is right now this many years ago. Do you remember? You know, if you turn on the porn hub, this is all you see now are weird monsters that are trying to fuck their step parents.
2: Um, Eric, they saw you from across the litter box and they really dug your vibes. <laughs>
0: Isn't this just more and more important about um, Luke Skywalker in this movie.
1: Yes. Yeah, in a, in a very brief cameo. Yeah, I mean, this is a star-studded affair. I mean, it's directed by the great uh, Mick Garris. Jeremy, what are some of your favorite Mick Garris projects? Uh, I can say the wor- worst
0: Mick Garris of all time was the uh, remake of The Shining.
1: Yeah, uh, listen, the remake of The Shining is a little bit more book accurate, if we're being honest, though. Which it really
0: is the worst uh, Stephen King version of where it's like oh this is just like the um, the Stanley Kubrick like nobody
1: says any I, anything ever, ever I like I think the guy from Wings is scary uh, <laughs> oh God, Stephen
2: <laughs> Weber is so hot I would totally fuck Stephen Weber even now Okay
1: anyway. <laughs> I I am reading The Shining. I'm at halfway through. Last week was kind of busy, but uh, I'm enjoying the book The Shining right now because we are going to gear up for a big Shining special sometime in the future here after I get this under my belt. Uh, but sure. yeah, Mick Garris, famous for used to, he's directed tons of things. He's also worked on tons of other horror movies, everything from The Thing to uh, you know um, directing e- individual episodes of Tales from the Crypt. And is uh, he's a really good monster maker. He's fucking awesome and uh it really shows in this movie
2: um sorry boys I want your opinion do you feel because you like you said star-studded tons of people we know and have gone on to do amazing movies amazing films do you ever feel that when you see something like this it's like a booker that gets an incredible lineup of comedians but waste that lineup on the worst possible venue that you're like we could have gotten you all together for a much better show but it was this (laughs)
1: no you're correct Uh, it's funny the least biggest stars in it are the leads in this movie in all honesty so (laughs) so you Charles Brady and Mary Brady are the uh, the family of monsters uh, played by Brian uh, Krause and Alice Krieg Uh, and I don't know what I know Alice Krieg has been in other stuff but Mm -hmm. she I've never seen her not play a hot older mom usually she's just that in my head a lot of the time
2: but she's in no uh, she she is not hot eric and silent hill she's a mom but she ain't hot she, uh, she is always, she always
1: be the uh, board queen. <laughs> she is the board queen. That is true, and she's hot as the board queen. Uh, you also have Machin Amick, who's playing Tanya, and uh, but as soon as you get down to the second tier of people, you get Captain the the Captain of the Police Department, ro- played by Ron Perlman, uh, who <laughs> in his own right looks like a giant cat. Um, yes, the you also get Glenn Shattuck's, uh famous for playing Otho in Beatles juice uh mm-hmm. oh there's jeremy with uh with our, the, the mom right there
2: send me, send me that later jeremy
0: i think she was at least 65 last show our show her last so, i sh- talked i saw her at a show
1: yes yeah, <laughs> i can talk to people and you on a podcast uh, yeah. you did. <laughs> but you also have uh you also have a lot of other side people, like uh, um, you get you get a cameos from John Landis, from Stephen King, and, and from Toby Hooper. All in like the, I think they actually all show up in that one shot in front of the um, the cemetery later oh, on. Stephen Stephen King and uh, Clive Barker. Is Clive Barker? Oh. oh yeah, Clive Barker is the forensic tech. So you get all the horror people.
0: Oh. All don't forget once. don't forget Joe Dante from uh, uh, Gremlins.
1: Yes, and Joe Dante from Gremlins. It's just a who's who of horror people. They're like, yeah, we're going to go show up and be extras in Stephen King's new movie, Sleepwalkers. They're,
2: you know what it is? Eric gets back to the comedy thing. They're like, hey, I'm in town. Do you have a guest spot on your movie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like, John, John, we promise we'll kill... Th- three vietnamese children if you can do a cameo in this movie for us um and that's actually that's part of john landis doing any work is he's like i have to see fucking i need to see yellow blood before i get out here um that's not me that's what joe john landis said not me that's not in my ride i'm against it personally i'm against it but john landis did kill two vietnamese children making a movie twilight zone and i don't think we should ever forget that that it's in his rider to kill to kill asian children wherever he goes
2: it's an important part and, of us uh, well the children and also jennifer jason lee's dad
1: oh uh, yeah oh yeah so uh it is a it is a great romp, I, and uh, the biggest cameo. God, I mean, probably this has got to be the lowest point in Mark Hamill's career. But Mark Hamill has opens up the movie as the police officer, and he, he it's like the last ditch where Mark Hamill like tried to not look like shit. You know, it's like the early '90s. Like he finished off Star Wars, and then I swear after this movie, he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get fat and do voice work. I don't care anymore."
2: Well i'd have to look it up i don't know when he did um john carpenter's body bags
1: uh, okay yeah we maybe we need to look that up maybe let's see what's the year on body bags
2: i don't know i bags. think 90s
1: are we going to talk 93? about 93 uh, so is the next year it could have been confer- <laughs> it could have been the next year could have been the next year pots before star wars
0: say what Annie Potts in from uh, Corvette Summer before Star Wars.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what to make of that sentence you just said. Um, Red Summer. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't. Anyway. what are you trying to get at? Annie Potts is is that the that's the the lady who played. uh, uh- it's, it's eight women and and uh,
0: yeah, she was also tried to rape uh, Riker in uh, Star in Star Trek. So.
1: Okay. Potts. And where are we going with this?
0: Oh I'm sorry, I'm thinking the uh the the, the, the uh secretary from Ghostbusters, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, Annie. yes, that's I thought that's Annie Potts okay well not bb BB new earth gosh i'm an idiot so uh a sleep (sighs) the movie opens up with uh the sleepwalker the definition of it which is a nomadic shape-shifting creatures with human and feline origins vulnerable to the deadly scratch of the cat The sleepwalker feeds upon the life force of virginal human females probable source (laughs) Of the vampire legend,
0: should we should we try to give another uh, uh, for horror film uh, a lore? Like there's there's usually an offshoot of say the mummy or Frankenstein or the Wolfman or or um, uh, the the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Instead, you have the offshoot of cat people and sleepwalkers because they have sex sex with their their um their children yeah
1: i mean well listen they just i mean are are they really any different from the royal family come on, (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so they're like egyptians from years years, thousands of years ago
1: yes so. (laughs) so uh the ever so virginal Tanya Robertson uh, is working at the local theater. Well, I guess we could talk a little bit about the opening scene. They, they find a house that's completely covered with dead cats, which is like, you know, as I like to call it, um, what if the rats finally take over Jeremy's house, it will look like. Um and, Two, two
0: cats that were still dead from our, our house burn so yeah
1: so uh they're hanging out everywhere and they find a girl who's just been completely sucked dry a la like uh choosing the wrong grail in uh the in uh indiana jones in the last crusade real could really use some lubriderm uh but she has a rose in her hair and uh, the life has been sucked out of her and the only reason you know it's a young girl is because that skeleton's got braces um um
2: that's not always true, Eric. We know adult women who have braces.
1: Yes, we do. Uh, but it's mostly for walking because they need to lose a few lbs. And <laughs> so uh, we uh, we then. Get to meet the ever so virginal Tanya Robertson, uh, who's working in a local theater. Shout outs, uh, where, uh, in Travis, Indiana, when, uh, sleepwalker Charles Brady, uh, played by Brian Krause, uh, is pretending to be the new student just transferred from Paradise Falls, Ohio, which, you know, never believe the name of a place. There's no paradise in Ohio, but here we are anyway. Uh, it comes, uh, he comes to see a double bill, the bite and scream dream. Uh, She's pretty. She's cute. She loves dancing and listening to fifties music as most kids in the nineties did. And (coughs) they, they decide to go on a date and uh, uh, shoot photos together at the Homeland cemetery.
2: Well, I just wanted to say that a little bit earlier in the movie, when we actually first meet him, um, we see him cutting himself to a picture of her and I just don't think I'm ever going to find a man that loves me that much. I mean, got a man hurting himself for you. <laughs> when am I going to meet my Mark Wahlberg and fear, you know?
1: Hell yeah.
0: Like, um this, this this movie was like years before the internet when you when you cut for people that you you know, block you. So
1: okay all right yeah we also do the first time we get to meet them uh you get to see him dancing to uh i wish i had the music queued up but uh uh the uh the song which you will hear 50 times in this movie um because they just love cat people monsters love to just dance to that fucking old tune So, um, but because I couldn't pull that up, I did pull up just another, (laughs) I just pulled up a substitute song. Bananas. (laughs) Bananas. (laughs) Oh, I'm playing it and you're playing it. That's why it's fucking me up. Okay, I got it. Bananas. Jeremy, stop it or I'll mute you. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jeremy. Jeremy told me to pull up a song that he already had pulled up and ready, so I didn't need to do that. (laughs) So you just wanted to layer... You wanted layered Alley Cat? That was your plan all along? Yes. Okay, good.
0: So... We actually, we actually tried to actually talk to each other online.
1: So uh, they do. Uh, oh, he also does fuck his mom in the opening scene, um, takes her upstairs. And well, it's implied fucking, but it makes purple light. I like that when he's slamming his mom's puss, it just makes the color from space. Uh, that's It's pretty hot. It's good stuff.
2: Well, I find that this is like the least terrifying incest, boys, I feel like of any movie we've done, because at least these aren't human. Right, like we've seen some human incest that's been pretty terrible, but at least this, I'm like, oh, they don't believe in God, so
1: like it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's be, be good.
2: Should we? Should
1: we
0: make make the worst references between not only uh, Cat's Eye uh, with the, the the evil gnome that tries to um, get get uh, Drew Bear more soul? Yeah,
1: and Cat's Eye. Yep, yep. Very familiar with that.
0: At the same time. um um the the, cre- the creepy mom
1: who's the creepiest mom of all time in her- in Carrie, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very similar. I see where you're drawing stuff, yeah, it feels like a bunch of other Stephen King more popular movies mashed into one. The mom from Carrie is like this in this um the except this time, listen, this is what Carrie and her mom could have been if she wasn't such a bitch um so um,
2: I call that sixty
1: nine lives. <laughs> but no it does it does play uh it does play into another thing because we will learn about a new special cat in this one of course cat's eye has general you could talk about the pet cemetery which has church as we get to meet a new hero cat uh in by the name of clovis uh basically stephen kings just likes writing cats into things and uh thinking they're cool <laughs> have, um, we,
0: have we already s- segued to about the uh the black cop who i i think is the one of the the Original, uh, 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 Jason
1: Voorhees who became the soul. No, Jason- it's not the same guy. It's, that's not the same guy that, the guy yeah well yeah, it's problematic that you're saying that but um, no 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 it a black person in it no it does have a black person in it and it does eat the heart but you're thinking of the black guy who's uh, his name is Richard Gantz and this is not Richard Gantz Richard Gant is in uh, is in Friday the 13th part 10 he eats the heart and becomes Jason briefly he's also the, in the Big Lebowski and he's he has the line he's like or the credence um, it is yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's richard gant a- and you will not fucking dead name him
2: again <laughs> is is there is there a term for the opposite of a magical negro <laughs> the yes, one that just immediately the least. gets killed
0: yeah <laughs> so uh, are, you, are you are you gonna tell me that it wasn't actually It's not richard gant uh, It wasn't actually uh, Scatman Crothers in the new uh, Doctor Sleep. That was not him, (laughs)
1: believe it or not. (laughs) So, while driving home from school, Charles is stopped by his English teacher, who's played by Otho Mister Fallows, uh, who tries to blackmail Charles on the grounds that there's uh, no such place as Paradise Falls and that his transcript is fake. Uh, Charles responds, though, very easily. I like that. Like Otho tries to molest him. It seems like he's like, or you could give me something some of that fucking hot cat dick and he was like oh no problem and he rips his fucking hand off in front of him and he's like ah and then i don't know why he goes to run through the woods he's a, he's a big fellow in a suit it's not a good idea I, uh, for some reason when he falls down in the swamp water like stump first into it i was like oh you're never going to get that clean <laughs> and
0: <laughs> i gave my can i give my se- second casting choice for the uh, yeah. Gacy film, would definitely be Otha. Would, it would be Otha. Hell yeah! yeah so.
1: I would do it. I, I do. agree with that. He would yeah. be. He would make a fine Gacy. Why don't no, you come no. in here? No, I like a Gacy because Gacy he talks more like this, like a regular blue collar guy. You know. Yeah. I love her taking children uh, off the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, did I tell you this week, this is just a side note about uh, cool accents and stuff like that, but I ate something with a, uh, I, ate, I ate a pizza with r- ricotta cheese, ricotta cheese on it, which I love ricotta. It's really good. But I also realized that when you say ricotta, it's also how uh, Boston people uh, like speak when they want to go pick up their plastic flute for practice. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to ricotta practice. I'm learning how to play the ricotta.
2: <laughs> ricotta. Get him in. I'm disappointed. I thought Eric was gonna say retired. Retired. Oh,
1: come back, <laughs> Ricardo. Sorry. So uh, Charles uh, does basically uh, turn into a cat-faced person, hunts him down, um, and then goes to you know, speed off. But as he goes to uh, speed off, he uh, starts getting chased by the law, uh, who is, uh, that local sheriff has his cat Clovis in there, which is God, what a great job. You just roll around with a chill cat all day. It's Clovis and Dan, and we're taking down the crime in this town. And tonight tonight on cat cop. (laughs) So, uh, immediately he goes to chase after him and, uh, puts on his chase music. And then as he's chasing him down the street, um, um, we have more Alley Cat. And then uh, he runs, almost runs over a small child on the way. Um, and then finally loses him and then pulls over and uh, turns the entire Trans Am that he's driving invisible. Where then, uh, yeah, go for it, Ashley. I'm sorry. sorry.
2: No, 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 you're okay. I was just going to say the shape-shifting scene, the first time we see it, has me every time. Because it's been years since I've seen this. It makes me scream at just how ludicrous and insane the shape-shifting scene is. All I could think, though, if I'm being honest, is it looked like me going through a borderline tantrum. I, like, da- tap dance away, and I'm like, what person am I going to be today? <laughs> <laughs> Cat person that rips your face. Ta-cha. Um, so
0: the- This movie was probably the first uh, live-action um, Transformers movie. Because it becomes a, a, a Trans Am versus like a... a oh,
1: train. the original Trans... These were GoBots. Um, so the uh, he pulls over. He's able to make the car invisible. The cop stops like, where the hell did he go? But Clovis can see him. He's like, shut up, you fucking cat stop, look, cat can see me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I also like the cat vision is just purple. I, I don't understand it, but I accepted it. Uh, the cats just see in the color purple. All right, fine. Um, and then uh, he drives off. He's like, damn, I lost him. And all my pictures, I swear, he looked blurry. Um,
0: it- you know, could also see um, uh, uh, magical cars was probably Whippy Goldberg. You know? Whippy Goldberg. <laughs> color
1: purple of cars. Ah, uh, the color purple of cars. Danny Glover's not going to let you drive because you're a woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so
0: he... Uh, that what the movie was. I've never seen the movie Col- *Color Purple*
1: by things, but thanks oh, it's a beautiful film. It'll make you cry. Um, so he then goes to drive off and becomes uninvisible, but changes his car into a red Mustang, which is uh, pretty dope. I always used to think my friend. I remember watching this movie at, with Sean Laskowitz's family once, and he was his parents couldn't stop talking. Oh, what a cool thing! You could change your car from a Trans Am to a Mustang. Wow, that that's really <laughs> cool. They would always call that. Oh. That's that's the guy with the transforming car movie i love that so they should, talk,
0: should you talk about your your best friend who would probably talk about a a movie where oh they have they have a cassette player in the new transformer
2: movie as opposed
0: to like a cd player right
1: yeah hell yeah
2: <laughs> so uh um oh, sorry eric if you don't mind so um the other thing i love about the cop which we see the rest of the movie is if you listen To what songs he's singing while he's driving? Because I know Jeremy's nodding his head because it's like pet and pussy, pet and peckers. Like I don't. (laughs) It's just like I don't. I don't know what he's singing. And it's just the most <laughs> random well, montage of his self-made-up songs. I have no idea. Like, am I wrong? I've hit, never heard these well, songs before. Hit,
0: I'm pretty sure it's the Bullet Boys from the 80s. Hit, yeah, hip,
1: hip-hop hip really changed after Tupac came out. And this was what hip-hop was like prior to gangsta rap. Um, <laughs> it was, Pitting my pussy, gonna go for a ride. <laughs> I,
0: I, I watched... The, the, the season two of Cobra Kai with the there wife that said the best line from the entire fucking season is like, I don't know if we can afford the music for that for that uh for that ACDC. So I'm like,
1: it's OK. I have the cassette in my car. We don't have to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, and Andy finally gives up the chase and makes his uh car turn into a new thing uh, cats are really though really hate these fucking things and they start to amass outside of Brady's yard they've set up traps so you just hear bear claws going off constantly going meow taking out another cat uh, but some cats seem impervious to them and he goes it's starting again uh oh have you got these damn cats constantly they always trying to kill us so uh, Charles tells his mom remembering all the previous places that they've tried to live and then been discovered and driven out mary brady is concerned however is uh the fact that she's starving because she needs to feed on some life force uh and when charles is going to bring her the nourishment she needs is it tomorrow is it today i need it i need some
2: virginal shit um and this is well Sorry, I was just going to say, the good news is, I'm fine. I wouldn't be a target, but I can't speak about, you know, Eric or Jeremy.
1: Yeah, well, I got two fuck trophies, but I use a turkey baster. So, um, the I'm still there. Now if this is a common thing as part of the Stephen King universe Stephen King loves uh, his his books are all part of the same universe uh, we're supposed to believe uh, then uh, if I could get really dark tower and nerdy then these things are also part of uh, the dark tower series which and creatures like it and other things which feed it feeds on human fear this one seems to feed on human joy it sounds like it needs some some joy that turns into fear to suck the life out of them because they <laughs> seduce and woo them uh, so it's a very seems like a very similar creature to a uh, to a Pennywise to a certain extent.
2: Yeah but I mean I gotta tell you when I was a virgin I wasn't that happy. Hey!
1: <laughs> so uh Can
2: you
0: talk about the, 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 the pivotal uh, um, characters from um, the, the parents? Yeah, yeah go ahead talk about them. Because they they seem a little bit um uh like
1: pivotal parents from uh, another movie. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't know what other movie they're from. I know that the parents are actually married in real life. Oh, they are Ferris Bueller's parents.
2: Oh yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I actually read uh, during the filming of this, those two were actually married in real life. So there you go, playing i've met uh i've met
0: uh, both of them in real life one is uh uh what's her name from uh, night court and also from Ferris bueller's insane hair hairstyles
1: so. oh yeah so <laughs> that's awesome Tanya's looking forward to her date with Charles. She's even packed a, a little picnic lunch along with bottles of wine, which she hides from her parents. So Charles uh, makes grave rubbings and Tanya takes photos. They both, of both the graves and Charles, everything is hunky-dory until, while engaged of a bit in a bit of kissing, Charles starts to suck out Tanya's breath. God, I hate when that happens, just like that little fucking troll did uh, in Cat's Eye except now he's a fucking big one uh he's tr- he tries to uh mangles uh she ends up fucking taking a uh, uh think of a little tiny fork oh, so. and jabs his eye out like that It's a corkscrew, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Yeah. But he doesn't stay knocked out for long. He gets up and then tries to steal her breath, um, and uh, it's not going well. Eventually, the cop shows up with Clovis, and uh, he shoots him in the back, and he goes, hey, that wasn't a warning shot, and then fucking just takes the gun and starts shooting him, uh, where he flies off like that. But luckily, Clovis comes in and saves the day, ripping his face to shreds,
2: uh because that cat no play the the zoom in on the cat while he's tearing up the cop is so good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah! it's so bad. the the other thing i love just to um jump ahead for a second after this whole scene though there's a line that i still can't believe is in this movie which is when she survives the attack and the cops are dealing with what's just happened and one cop says to another quote do her parents know she wasn't raped and i'm like why does that why does that need to matter it's, it's okay so weird. your
1: daughter can come back in the house she wasn't raped <laughs> 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 so, uh, that was strong it was strong um but hey listen the cop they're just trying to be good cops at this point they're like hey we want you to know i don't know why she's so crazy right now she didn't even get raped what are you what are we worried yeah, about here your daughter
2: is emotionally damaged forever but the good thing is that hymen ain't busted hell yeah so <laughs>
1: There might have been a crime in, but it wasn't the hymen. All right. Uh. Um, the, so uh, the police then arrive, and you get to see Stephen King's Camrio as the cemetery caretaker uh, to take Tanya home. Uh, they don't quite. They don't quite buy her story, though, uh, about Charles arriving in a red car, but then leaving in a blue car, nor about his face changing. And it's also this is something I find funny about the face changing in general, uh, especially since they cast Ron Perlman in this movie, because the face change looks like the original Beauty and the Beast, uh, which Ron Perlman was the beast in. uh, Yes. Which is I tried I always used to think, man, this show looks so cool. And then I tried to watch it and it is not good at any part it's, of it. It's really bad. It's a bad it's,
2: show. It's terrible. Wasn't it, um is it was Linda Hamilton the original beauty? God, that 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 whole I gotta be honest, love her. Love him. That's fucking terrible casting. Uh but yeah, but you're totally right though about Ron Perlman. He almost has like the pennywise built in Yeah, like dimples for smiling. It's very
1: creepy. No, have you ever seen the pictures of uh, of Ron Perlman and then the face of a Maine Coon cat? They they look almost identical.
2: They uh, they're spot on. He could have been in the film Cats. Yeah. Guys, I would have paid $15 in tax to see his CGI butthole in 2019. I mean,
1: truly, the only thing I would change about this movie, I would recast it with Ron Perlman playing the part of the father in this movie, reduced no mother, and then it's just Ron Perlman Uh in that hot boy fucking all movie. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, daddy needs
0: his cream. (laughs) i just movie i just want this movie to move, uh be an actual sequel to uh, um, uh oh, gosh. Uh, oh the, the second the sec sequel would be um teen wolf yeah there so. we
2: go oh well i mean sleepwalkers feels like it's a story from eric's life because i know his house is riddled with them <laughs> hell yeah
1: we do have a lot of sleepwalkers here um now uh uh, They do take her camera and develop the pictures of Charles. Uh, Charles, though, he's in a bad way. Uh, When he gets home, he collapses on the front doorstep. His mother tries to take care of him, but he can't even turn invisible, and that's bad. Uh, And now the yard is full of cats, so uh, shit's not looking good for our monsters. Uh, And now the police have arrived looking for Charles. She decides that the best course of action is to... Uh, make the car uh, Charles and herself invisible just as the police break down the front door. Now, while this is happening, Tanya languishes in a bubble bath. Uh, Mary Brady comes to the Robertson's front door uh, bearing a bouquet of roses a la... um, the lady that we already saw that was dead. Also, the rose is also the symbol of the dark tower. Not a big deal, but we'll just keep going on with that. Um, and (laughs) the Mary Brady comes in to the Robertson's front door, fucking smashes some glass over Mr. Robertson's face. And he doesn't like that. And the mother comes in like, Oh my God, my husband. And she fucking yeets her out the front window. (laughs) So (laughs) I I love it so much the athleticism of her just jumping headfirst through that it's real good then uh she mushes a cop to the ground who then tries to call the police he doesn't pull a gun on her and he's like quick you gotta get here and in the most creative kill of the entire movie he she grabs the eaten remains of a corn cob and then shoves it into his back killing the cop with corn because it's corn <laughs> It's big lump with knobs. It has the juice. Um <laughs> Thoughts on the corn cob murder and the yeeting of Miss Robinson. Robertson.
2: Yes, it is a it is a truly great scene. I would have liked it more though if she would have cornholed him, though. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: children <laughs> of the corn! Dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so children of cub. she uh she then grabs tanya by the hair and starts dragging her outside but uh good old ron Perlman is not having it not on my watch uh or is he having it because she immediately just takes his hand and bites his fingers off in front of him um she then gets his gun and is so good with guns that she can just explode cars with one shot she gas tank shoots three cars in a row and they all explode i've never seen this this level of accuracy in my life had no idea that they had this in them but pretty
0: much the same as a uh, terminator 2, so
1: yes pretty pretty much that pretty. so so uh she uses the gun shoots all the patrol cars and then drives away uh but uh along the way millions of cats are following her and uh trying to take her down uh, she's a real she's a real uh cat lady at this point um now while mary is forcing tanya to they get back to the place and uh charles is on his death couch uh he's not looking really great looks like looked like jeremy in the hospital and real rough not looking very good uh he goes he loves to dance and he puts on the and he pops up in the sh- with the shittiest mascot i like that this mask doesn't move it's like Ugh! it's just like shaky and real janky looking it looks like it could have been in earnest scared stupid as one of the extra trolls um but it's real what? bad
0: you just just make up you know like makeup from like a halloween mask that you buy in the store for the for the movie i mean that's good enough yeah
2: yeah well but i will say as bad as that is and i totally agree I I do love, though, that it is, like, a creepy thing to have happen. Like, I thought it was a good addition to the movie as far as, like, what a disgusting idea of, like, being forced to dance with a bloody corpse, especially of something inhuman, right? Like, I think that's kind of a good... Like scene, like I don't need so, it. Pretty much all
1: my di- dates. The last cop who's still uh, <laughs> trying to do something gets to the house with a shotgun. Um, as she's dancing, she tumbles to the floor with this weird cat person who starts to suck the life out of her. Uh, she goes and jabs both of his eyes out with her thumbs, which is pretty fucking rad looking. Uh, just as that happens, Clovis has made his way through with the cat patrol and has jumped on the on on the mother. She's trying to get him off uh, not sexually but off of her body because it really hurts and in my favorite scene I swear I round this back immediately after it happened the cop shoots down the front door then kicks in sees this ugly monster and and shoots the lady but when he shoots her the cat it, it goes through her and shoots the cat completely off the back side of her I and i watched that fucking cat get shotgun blasted oh my god i fucking was in tears i could have wa- i watched it like three hold on wait a second it just goes over <laughs> and over
2: again across the room but that's my favorite thing about this movie is so many of these effects and these scenes, these action scenes are so ridiculous. <laughs> They're either poorly done or they make absolutely no fucking sense. And I love it. Yeah. The cat see, didn't need to die there, but it did.
0: <laughs> I think you could just make it exactly this, the same, uh, scene of, of, um... Editing is, say, uh, something about Mary with the little dog on the, on uh, Ben Stiller. Attacking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I also just like looking at some of the cats that are, like, attached to her that, are like, aren't moving. They're just going, like, like, like <laughs> off to the side like this. Oh, man. They're, like, I, not even actively biting. They're just latched in, like, Hah. oh, God. It was making me laugh. I
0: can't make a, a movie enough of, of scenes of uh, breaking a cat in half. With it before throwing it as as hard as they can <laughs> to get a ball or something.
1: So. But uh, she, uh, she reanimator, yes, in the in the in the in yeah, the base, you know. true that. <laughs> That's a good one so uh uh tanya eventually is able to crawl out the front door lock herself into the police squad squad car while mary is completely overwhelmed by cats so much so that she eventually just bursts into fire and uh burns to death right before everybody's eyes as she just sits there with clovis the unburned cat in the car and uh then throws on some Enya because to calm down you gotta throw Enya back on and uh that brings us to an end of Stephen King's Sleepwalkers a very fun romp it has cats it has an all-star cast Ashley your final thoughts on the Sleepwalkers
2: um, I know it's a bad movie. I can admit it. Like it isn't good. Um, but you know what? I I personally love it. Who doesn't want to see two wet cat things rolling around in a bed together? I know I jerked off to it. No. So.
1: <laughs> not me. Um <laughs> I didn't jerk off much. So the <gasps> J- Jeremy, your final thoughts on Stephen King's sleepwalkers.
0: Um Definitely uh, a sequel. It's definitely going to be a sequel. Eventually, they will make it um, Cat Cop. And, cat Cop. And and uh, we'll give give this uh, a movie that's still better than any of the Twilight series. So
1: I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I. Uh... sleepwalkers has a special place in my heart i think it's a fun ride turn your brain off be a little bit grossed out let things not make sense have a car that can be a mustang or a trans am the choice is yours and my choice is to watch this movie once a year and uh i fucking love the hell out of it um it's uh available on youtube for like a three buck rental if you want to go check it out and uh, I would say it's worth your time it gets the quality time stamp of approval
0: I think it should be um, uh, purchased versus rented
1: so. yeah I need a good uh, I want to get a 4k copy of this so I can see how shitty those fucking cats look uh, <laughs> so uh, that's fun we've reached the end of the show Ashley where can people find you at
2: Um, You can find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can find my horror page, uh, Slash and Gash DMV, on Instagram. Uh, You can catch me headlining Battery Island on January 20th in Havre de Grace, and then you can catch me doing the all-women glow comedy show in Mount Airy on the 21st.
1: Oh, hell yeah. That's going to be a fucking hoot. Your boy's going to be there in attendance. I'm excited. Check it out. Supporting the ladies of comedy. All things Eric Comedy. In the meantime, ericcomedy.com for all my social links and bullshit like that. Send some traffic my way. Jeremy, take us the hell out of here, brother. That scratch
0: fever. Now, now, now.